Coming to you from 8122 Production Studios in the heart of the 607, this is Horror Zone 607. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And remember, you can always join the conversation using hashtag HZ607. That's right, Bismarck, North Dakota. This is Horror Zone 607, the podcast where we talk all things horror and bring you the week's biggest horror movie news. I'm Mike C, and as usual, I may be in a bunker traveling underground all across this world, but holding down the fort like always. Back at 8122 Production Studios, ho ho. He is the subject of over 20 Taylor Swift songs. He's rich. That's right. Why wouldn't I be the subject of over 20 Taylor Swift songs? That that bitch really <laughs> that, that, that bitch really hated when I broke up with her. She you know, she became <laughs> you know, those songs were I, I got I you know what? I'm going to tell a true story here. I'm not going to take up a lot of your time cuz I know we want to get to horror, but this is a horror story for me. She stalked me invisible man style for a while. Literally, yeah. she had the money, she made herself invisible, and she was fucking stalking me. Mike C's witness to this. Witness. It happened. It's true. I had to it get a happen. mega super restraining order against her. That's how why you hear the show today. That's why you hear the show. Because, <clears throat> uh, you is. know, I had some hush money. They might come back on me for telling that story now. Now that I think about it. Oops. <laughs> uh, God bless you. God bless your heart. You know, you put up with a lot, and, uh, you know, you're... You're a famous guy now. Now the now the cat's out of the bag. Yeah, I know. You're a famous guy. I know. And uh, well, once again, I, I'd love to introduce the smartest man in all horror podcasting, but I, I, he's still nowhere to be found. By, by the way, I also want to point out that currently he is he is keeping his streak of in the last month he has been the smartest man because he's not said a fucking word. That's true. That's so, a good I mean, point. That, that is I a mean, very good point. It's, he's only because we always say he's only the smartest man in all of horror podcasting until he opens his mouth. Right. So, right. way to do true. a good job over there in the other chair, Professor. I applaud him. I applaud him. You know, he's working hard. I, I wish and, uh, I wish he was things done. I wish he was would come back, though, because I need him to get fake Mike out of the studio. <laughs> fake Mike C is still there? Yeah, fake Mike C is still in a heap in the corner of stuffed clothes. <laughs> and, like, I need to clean up Went the over, studio. Like a lead balloon. Yeah. Yep. Well, it, you know, if we were doing the video element or something, but dude, he's in the corner. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I guess I could make I think him. He was just gonna like take pictures of me slash the dummy, and 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 never did, and just kind of left him. Yeah, because he, he got lazy. He got lazy on the head. He made it a pan. <clears throat> true story. It's true. <laughs> that is a true story. I just well, had a mess. Why with don't him. we kick off the news? I mean, we've got a ton of stuff to talk about this week, and I could not have bigger, better, greater news than to start off the news. So, I mean, this this is blockbuster. We saw it this past week. I want to know if you watched it. Did you see the Halloween Kills teaser trailer? Absolutely. News. Great news. That it's was amazing. Coming. It's got, finally it, coming. It's coming. It's a teaser. The teaser was, ama- it was amazing. It's, I mean, it wasn't everything I needed to be because it was just a teaser, but it's coming. Like, it's it's great. Yeah. And it there's got to be a catch. There's got to be a catch, though. Um, 
there's one small catch. Oh. Um, what yeah. is that? It's just a teeny tiny thing. It's nothing big. It's nothing that we didn't see coming. It's it's just a teeny tiny thing. Uh, Halloween Kills has been pushed back one year. It's October 15, 2021. No. And that was the day the rich died. Pretty much. Man, this is... <laughs> <laughs> your soul just left your body. This is some bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, John uh, Carpenter, uh, yeah, he, he released the, the news uh, during the week. I'm sure that anybody that's a horror fan heard the news or saw that. But, um, yeah, unfortunately, it's now taking the slot the Halloween Ends was originally going to be taking in 2021. Uh, so we're now a year and a half away again from Halloween Kills. Uh, boo. I guess it's just bullshit. And and, and, yeah. and and we were just talking off the air, and I'll say it on air. Like, it, obviously, the reasons here are because of uh, money and return in the box office, because the movie is pretty much done, from what I understand. So, unless they want to right. do some reshoots of some sort, but even if that was the case, Hollywood opened up for like reshoots this past week for production, so they could have done it real quick on a soundstage or whatever. Because if whatever it was, is probably something small and insignificant. Well, but Carpenter I doubt that. Said that it is in the can. He said he he said it's officially. Oh, okay. In the can. So 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 basically, there's no reshoots. So basically, all it is is because they uh, thought that they weren't going money. to, you know. Yeah, it's money. And what well, the bad part about that is is that right now, by October, I anticipate the theaters will be back open. I anticipate, you know, maybe not at full capacity, but they'll be back open. Here's the thing: people have been caught in their houses so long. I, I anticipate any movie who has the balls to come out, which there are some coming out in the fall is going to reap the rewards of that because yes, uh, here's the thing. A theater can be a third of a way or or half full and it's not, it doesn't, you know, whatever. However, if every showing is sold out and you can, and you know, and you do that day in and day out, it still will make the same amount of money. You know what I mean? It makes it seem more exclusive. It makes it seem like here, like perfect example. We've always said this in the area we live in the 607 upstate New York. uh, We never have to really worry about going out and getting tickets to things real early. Like, oh, man, we have to go buy them now because they're going to be gone. Because anytime there's a big movie, even like an Avengers Endgame situation. There's so many showings and stuff that we can just buy one to the next one. There's never a time where I've ever been like, oh, I had to wait two weeks to see a movie because, you know, it was sold out every day. That doesn't happen. Now that would kind of force this issue. So it would make it, if you wanted to see it in the first week, it would make you have to actually go out of your fucking way to see it. That is my problem with this. So I really feel like you're not really sacrificing too much. Maybe it's not sexy for the fucking opening weekend or whatever because it's a little less. But if you did the numbers overall, I think you'd still pull the same numbers. And I think even more because I think people who would normally not go to the theater just with like a day out of the house, maybe on a date night with their spouse or some of their, you know, going out with their friends or whatever. And a lot of people don't go to the movies. I mean, we do. We love to go in the movies. But some people don't. So I think you would get some of those people because they're just tired of being at home. I agree. I definitely agree. Uh, I will say this, uh, assuming that we either get a vaccine or this thing starts to like peter out by 2021, the, the box office numbers next year are going to be bigger than ever. It, it, it's going to be just the numbers are going to be through the roof. I think that there's going to be movies that will probably be something that would have made, you know, like, like would have been a bust that would have only made like 10 to $15 million maybe that's going to end up making $50 million. There's going to, you know, it's going to be that sort of a thing next year because people are going to want to get back out so badly to see things, you know, and there's just so much stuff 
Now, granted, everything that was supposed to come out next year that was going to get made this year that's going to come out next year, that's not going to happen. But I think that more people are going to go see these movies this year than they would have initially, just because people are going to want to get out. They're going to be so sick of this. They're going to be so tired of being in their home. They're going to want to go see these things. It's, I, I do have a feeling that the box office numbers are going to be just ridiculous next year. Quite possibly. I all mean, around. I, I just think all I, around. I just think anybody who also decides to come out this year and just do anything, I, I assume that they're going to also get rewarded because I think the same thing. I think that uh, supply and demand. If you're the only supplier, right. you're going to, to to sell the show. If there's only two new right. movies a week, uh, basic math tells you that you're going to make more money. Then when you come out next right. year and you're fucking surrounded by killers, and by killers I mean it's like it's what we use in the U.S. Uh, terms when we're watching MMA and a division. Because think about it, next right. year you have a murderer's row of every movie that was supposed to come out this year, and a few that were slated for next year that are still coming out. So it's going to be a rough time to be not overshadowed by some of these heavy hitters. Right. Just my opinion, well, though. We'll see. Yeah, no, I I don't disagree with you with that. A um, little bit more news here to go with the Halloween uh, news that did come out. So John Carpenter actually um, and David Gordon Green both did some interviews recently. Uh, John Carpenter actually said in the interview that he gave, uh, this is a quote from him. The movie is something else. It's fun, intense and brutal. A slasher movie times 100 big time. It's huge. I've never seen anything like this. The kill count. So that's uh, that's the quote from uh, from Carpenter. David Gordon Green also added uh, that this is the um, that the first one was about Laurie Strode's life in isolation after everything that happened with Michael 40 years ago. But this new one is more about the unraveling of the community into chaos. Uh, it's about how fear spreads virally. So, you hmm. know, we I, I think that it was probably a safe bet to, to, you know, assume that that's kind of how this was going to play out, you know, based on the casting choices and whatnot. But um but yeah, you know, it's obviously they're going to be trying to sell the money. Um, you know, John Carpenter played up the first one like it was the greatest thing ever, and I hated it, as we all know. But you know, he he's yeah. kind of making it sound like it's going to be a Rob Zombie version of this movie. I uh, yes and no. I I really feel like uh, I guess the basically what they're saying, and I mean it's it was clarified a long time ago. Is they're making this is a trilogy. They're making a, a trilogy, yeah. not, not just you know. Obviously, the the original stands in this universe, but this is alone a trilogy. And with right. that being said, this kind of it makes sense if you start off with the isolation story. See, a lot of people didn't even know Michael was back in the first movie, which you had a problem with. But if this is the game, if this is the end game, is this is the play out? Like, okay, so he comes back like a like you know like a like a whimper. And only certain people know, and you dealt with that, and then all of a sudden the community starts to find out. And then, of course, this day and age with the internet and phones, and oh my God, all these people are dead. Michael Myers is on the loose, and and you you know, of course, the the town has a history in which that I assume now that's where the flashback scenes will come in because we're gonna find out where some of these characters had run-ins with Michael in seventies. You know what I mean? So I feel like right. what you're what you're doing now is you're showing a whole other level of terror due to the fact that uh, this is what would happen in real life, if you will. This is this is kind of what like would, would go on. And I, I feel like if everybody's running around and panicking, in that normal case, the body count's going to go up. And here's what I want to see now. With that being said, I want to see people die not just at the hands of Michael. And I'm not saying other people killing other people, but, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, oh, my God, it's my, you know, like kind of like in the second movie that's now erased from history in this timeline. But in the second movie, you know, Ben Tramer gets railed by the car. 
Right, right. And I, so I want to yeah, see something see like that. that because think about it. People are panicking. People are freaking out. Shit's going to happen. Somebody, you know, I want to see somebody get trampled. You know, you know, somebody sees Michael and they're in a crowded area and they trample out. I mean, I still want to see him get his death body toll. You know what I mean? But I also want to see. Right. I also want to see like if you're really showing what would happen when chaos hits a small town. I want to see all that crate, especially in this. You know, and come on, you, you need to look no further than the recent events around us to find out how quickly social media and the media can play things to an extent where people are in hysterics. I mean, let's be honest. I right. mean, and, you know, and I'm not picking a side of offense anywhere, but think about it. This is what we've, this is the world we've lived in. So I think this is a perfect time for this movie to come out. And I think pushing it back a year actually now in my mind is like, makes more sense. Cause now it's going to be, a, it's going to be a retrospective on a life we've lived in 2020. I mean, unless the world ends because the super volcano blows and because it, it's 2020, it could happen. It could happen. Yeah. I heard there was a comet heading towards Earth. (laughs) Well, I'm not surprised about that either. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised. Right now, Mike, you could tell me that the aliens from Independence Day are on their way, and I would would believe you because... Well, you didn't hear that that was happening? Eh, you know, hey, it's I'm going to go party on the rooftop like they did in that movie. Because at <laughs> this point... Are you going to look up at the blue light and say, ooh, pretty? I, I will. At this time, I'm ready to throw in the towel on 2020, <laughs> brother. I'm done with it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think we're all having so much fun with it. You I'm, know, I'm, let's, I'm, let's I'm like ready. It's, it's just that poker thing. I'm... I'm out. <laughs> you know, I'm done. I, I've, <laughs> I've, I've lost all my hope. I All my entertainment for the year has gone to shit. Uh, all the cons and stuff have gone to shit. I mean, it's a depressing year, yeah. man. It's a depressing fucking year. Uh, hopefully, you guys at home get yeah, a little bit is. of entertainment from us. So I'm going to get off of that because I'm I'm tired of being depressed. But I, whew, I'm telling you, there's nothing to surprise me. Swift wrote many songs about. That's you. right, man. She's depressing. <laughs> get over <laughs> it. Get over it. I don't. I don't well, care. Continue. We've got a, a few more movies that are uh, that have been pushed back. Um, this was kind of later on my list, but we might as well cover these right now and get them out of the way uh, since there's uh, about three or four other ones that I got here. So, uh, The Conjuring Three uh, was originally scheduled to come out September 11th of this year, and it does appear, although they have not officially announced anything yet, it does appear that uh, they're going to be pushing it out to sometime in 2021. Yeah, probably so, best idea. Conjuring Three. Bye bye. Best, probably the best idea. September's a little close. You never know what's going on. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, I think, again, I think that most things, it's pretty much expected that it's going to get pushed back. But um, the Forever Purge, we all love the Purge movies and the Purge series and the Purge everything. We, You know, a lot of people feel like we need to have a Purge or are about to have one in this country right it now might happen. in the world. It might matter. happen. 2020. You know, it mm-hmm. just kind of seems par for the course with how everything has gone in 2020. Uh, but that was actually supposed to hit theaters uh, this this uh, past week, uh, July 9th, and uh, or excuse me, I believe it was July 10th that it was scheduled to come out. Uh, so just a couple of days ago. Well, now it's been pushed back an entire year to July 9th of 2021. So that is exactly one year after it was originally scheduled to come out. Uh, uh, so that's done. I have no problem with year. that because that's a movie that coming out around July 4th is the perfect timing for that one. I understand that some people be like, well, horror comes out in October, but right. that, that movie deals with the U.S. And, like, right coming around Independence Day has really been a good uh, – It's they've done that for most of the movies. And I think that's a good place for them. So I, I think if you're going to push it back, you should push it back to right around July 4th anyways. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Um, the last one is uh, Candyman, which is turning into New Mutants a little bit here. Uh, it's been pushed back again. So it was recently pushed back to September of this year. Now it's been pushed back to October 16th of this year. 
Um, you and I were talking off air beforehand when we were kind of discussing what we were going to talk about this week. And, you know, my opinion was that this is going to get pushed back again. You don't seem to think that it will, though. No, I don't think it will. I, I think that this is, uh, I think they are trying, well, here's what I think. It could, it could, I mean, it's always a possibility, but the reason I don't think so is it seems like they're only making tiny move backs to try to compensate for what it looks like in the near future. So September is not looking too clear. So maybe October. So it could possibly get pushed back again, but I think they want this movie to come out as uh, sooner than later, if you will. I think that right yeah. now the they would benefit greatly right now from uh, you know the world, especially the world going you know crazy with the whole COVID thing and pandemic thing and everybody being cramped up in their house. If they could be the big bad movie that comes out, especially in the horror realm, uh, I, I right. feel like they would benefit more financially than they will from pushing it back a year. Because pushing it back a year, I feel like this movie gets more lost in the shuffle especially with uh, Halloween just getting pushed back as well. Now, if Halloween didn't get pushed back, I could see them moving it back possibly further. But I'm, I, 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 if they push it back, you're going to keep seeing these month increments because I think they're just testing the waters, in my opinion. Because I think they need, yeah. for financially, I think this is, the sooner they can bring this out financially, it will be better for ca the Candyman movie. Uh, because, you know, being the lone dog is always better. And, you know, right now in the times that are going on, uh, this is a movie that will make money right now. You know what I mean? I think if you push this off, it gets lost in the shuffle with all those other great movies that are coming out in 2021. Now, see, uh, I'm I'm a little surprised that this one, you know, and maybe it'll end up going this route. I don't think it will, but I'm a little bit surprised that they didn't go with a digital release with this one. Um, I think that it is very anticipated, and I think that it probably will make more money if it does go to a theater. But it might have made a lot of money if it was like on, you know, on digital, like Voodoo, you I, know, things like that. I feel like this is a Jordan Peele decision. And I feel like he's made enough money now in the movies that he gets to call his shot. And the reason I say that is uh, he's very staunch on this movie coming out in the theaters. Uh, I mean, yeah. there's there's a lot of historic moments in this movie. I mean, you have a, a, a female black director for the movie. Uh, so that yeah. is that is that is a, that's a pretty big deal, you know. It's a big, but you know, it's yeah, a big it really budget is. horror film with a with a female black director with a black with black writers and black producers. So this is really kind of like a real, you know, this is this is what uh, Jordan Peele has been working for in his career, right? And I and I give him all the credit in the world for actually achieving it. You know what I mean? Uh, through, through through success. So there's there's no I will never take that away. But I feel like if you put this out on VOD, it seems I, I, I think in his mind, and I honestly think that he might not be wrong, it seems like you're trying to sell out that dream. Does that make sense? Like we, we we've arrived at this level where we have you know, this historic movie that is a top tier, you know, one of the top tier franchises. I mean, some most people consider top tier, even if not, you got to admit it's second, you know, second tier. It's a, it's a big franchise, you know, right. And it's going to be in the hands of an entire, uh, the, the whole power structure of it is, is, as an African Americans. And I think it's great. I, I really do. Yeah. And I think that if you put that on, uh, VOD, it makes it seem like you're shoving him back to the back of the line, and I, I think that's bad. And I think that that's I, I think that's why he's fighting for it. So from what I understand yeah. and what I can see, I, and I, I'm with him on it. I'm actually 100 percent with Jordan Peele on this. I think this needs to go to the theater for that reason. This is a historic moment, and I think that that's why. Going back to my previous statement, I think that's why he understands that if it comes out sooner than later, it's going to be the bigger financial hit. Because there's will. not going to be It'll anything going up against money. it. There's nothing going up against it. So it will be a gigantic hit. And, you know, 
uh, it, it'll it'll shine the light on it. And, and once again, as long I, I I have some when we read that whole synopsis, I did have some trepidations about whether or not they're even going to have the Candyman in the movie. But I don't know if he's going to disappoint us like that. And like I said, it, I, I, I feel like I feel I feel like I feel like I have a little bit of hope out there because you know what? So far, so good with with Jordan Peele and the world of horror. I know he's not directing it, but he wrote it. He produced. He's producing right, it. Right. And, the, and, you know, he's got the complete confidence in the director of the movie. So I, I look at it like this. I, 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 I think it's a better deal this year when it can be the lone dog, make all the money. And then that historic significance of the movie is even better because it made more money. Does that make sense? Whereas it if you, does. Whereas if you wait, and I think this is his mindset, if you wait... You might make less money and then the historic significance is less. Or if you sell out and just go to video on demand, it make it takes that moment and just brushes it away. And I, I think that that's I think that moment is very important right now, especially in the time in history. And I think I will I definitely support him and I will definitely support going to see that movie when it comes out. So there you go. Yeah. As will I. You know, it's it's one of those things. I mean, I'm excited to see this. This is one of the ones I was most excited to see. I do hope, you know, like we did talk about a few weeks back about with the synopsis and everything, I, I really hope that they don't disappoint by not putting the Candyman in the movie. Um, you know, time will tell if that's what's going to happen. But you know, as long as he's in it, and if it's anything like the original, possibly even better than the original. Because the original one, let's face it, it's it's got a creepy atmosphere to it and everything. It had great music, uh, great great villain in it. But in my opinion, it, there was some things that were kind of lacking. I don't know if it was plot holes or what, but this I've watched it numerous times over the years and it doesn't all make sense to me. There's certain things that just don't make sense to me with it. And I, so I'm kind of hoping that, you know, this is their chance to kind of correct any mistakes that were made with the first one and really make it an even better, stronger movie. Cause the first one, you know, like it or not, I mean, it's, it's, it's a classic movie. It's iconic at this point. Um, you know, it's, it's when people talk about the great horror movies that have ever been made, Candyman's going to make those lists now at this point. Um, so I, you know, I, I do hope that it makes money. I hope that it really doesn't disappoint with its plot and story. Uh, I, I hope it ends up being as great as we were hoping it was going to be when we first heard about it. Um, one of the things I'm going to circle back to here, you know, we, we just kind of brushed by it, but Conjuring three, you know, you're not a big fan of the haunted house movies, but you're, you're a big fan of the Conjuring series. Absolutely. You know, I, you know this is something that definitely, you know, September's coming up too soon. We still have a big problem with the, the cases, of the coronavirus. Um, you know, it needed to be pushed back. I mean, this is something that's going to be a blockbuster. All the other ones have, this one's going to be huge. So, you know, do you agree or do you, do you think that maybe they should have put it out in September and no, I, right now with, I think I, I said before, I think this is a good move for them, especially because it's a blockbuster franchise. You can't put mm-hmm. this, you know, it's going to make money wherever you, wherever you stick it. Like this is not a gamble. Just like saying Halloween kills. I mean, I'm, I'm disappointed per- personally for both of them to be pushed back, but they're both like blockbusters, uh, uh, franchises that are going to make all the money in the world no matter they could be up against something and they're going to make money i mean we've seen them right, do that right so it's gonna it's it's not not there's no problem at all with them doing it uh and once again to, to go back to the Candyman thing like i don't think it, i think it would make money regardless i just think when you're the lone dog you make more money so you know and in right. that case it's, it's true if if conjuring would have stuck it out too but i don't think that they have as much on the line you know what i mean there's not as much at stake for that movie they're kind of like, we can right. put this in. We can literally put this in any slot, anywhere. We're going to make our $100 million, and we're going to call it a day. Like, right. honestly, that's really where they're at with that franchise. And, I, and the same with Halloween Kills. They're going to be like, okay, we're going to put this out. It's going to do 60 to $100 million easy opening week, and 
you know, here we are. We're going to make the third one. We're all, we're all set to go. Then first, you know, Halloween 2018 made enough. We're going to make that third one. Doesn't even fucking matter. But we're going to make 60 to 100 million in the opening week. Same with The Conjuring. And then, you know, you guys are going to walk out of the theater with a couple hundred million, probably overall. And it doesn't matter where they put the movie. It really doesn't, you know. So, I mean, in their cases, they because they're the hot franchises that uh, were doing it, and they're, they're the reason why there's this big boom in horror movies. So they don't have to worry about the gamble. There is no gamble. Uh, the fans right. are going to be mad after all that they pushed it back. Whereas something like Candyman, like I said before, you know, there is a historic significance to that movie that needs to happen. You know, and, you know, those other two movies, nothing really historic. Let's be honest. I mean, right. you know, they're great right. movies, but there's nothing historic going on there. You know, just just a good movie. But, you know, so that's my opinion. That's why my opinion on those two different is. And that's why I support the one coming out, because I really want to see that moment happen and not get pushed back and not get st- stepped on. Whereas with the other two movies, like I said, they're going to make their money. That's all that they're that's all those movies are in the movie theater for. They make their money. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Well, you know, we'll see what happens with it. Hopefully these things, hopefully this thing, you know, does go away by then. Hopefully there's a something, a vaccine, something so things can get back to normal. I know we all want it, but, um, you know, as long as these things don't get pushed out to 2022, <laughs> once the time comes along, because by then I think we're going to be ready to, to just like tap out to everything. But um, I don't know. 2021 is going to end up being the year, that t- probably a bigger year than 2020 would have been. Like I was saying a few minutes ago, I just think that there's going to be so much anticipation for these things. And there's going to be so many people that just want to get out and do fun things like this again, that I think these movies are going to actually end up making more money than they would have originally. Like Halloween kills is going to make a lot of money compared, you know, after what 2018 did, I don't know that it was going to make as much, you know, generally, you know, you look back in history and you have a big blockbuster movie. They come out with a very much anticipated sequel and the sequels don't always make as much money, usually because they, they put more money into it. They have a bigger budget and they don't end up making as much money. Something tells me this might end up benefiting Halloween. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think it might end up making more money than 2018 by the time it's said and done. So, you know, this, this thing in a roundabout way may end up actually being a blessing in disguise when it comes to money making well, in with, Hollywood. With, with Halloween. Well, way. no, no. But with Halloween in particular, I will say this. The fact that we know that they're not scared to do a teaser early means that we're going to get more teasers. We're going to get more stuff. Like, if you think right. about it, so they're going to be putting stuff out, but they're going to really be building it over another year. So I think that they're going to be able to do that. Since it's in the can, they're going to be able to do really crazy shit. And don't be surprised right. if you don't see some some clips here and there on something big, to go, if something big's going on, just to get people in. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. And I know that we were getting ready to see a, an actual full trailer for it, and obviously I... I don't think that we'll get anything like that until next year. Now, I don't think there's going to be a full trailer at this point, but I do think Super there Bowl. might be some more teasers. I'll put money on it. Super yeah. Bowl. Super Bowl. They'll run the full trailer. If yeah, you remember, if Bowl. you remember for Halloween 2018, they ran the teaser trailer during the Super Bowl. Yeah. So that's I, right. I, I'm I'm going to make I'm going to make a bold prediction right now that we will see the first Halloween Kills trailer at the Super Bowl this upcoming year. And I'll be, and because of everything going on, trust me, the Super Bowl is going to be a gigantic. It's always a giant event, but this will be even bigger as far as advertising and stuff goes. So, mark my yeah. words, that'll be their impact, and they're gonna. And trust me, on that night, they will make all the money. <laughs> they will be able to print money come September, or, or sorry, right. October. I said September, but October. October. I know what you meant. Um. So I got a few more things in the news here. Um. Rob Zombie's Firefly Firefly trilogy 
is uh, going to be getting a steelbook release exclusive to Target. And uh, it's going to be available on September 8th and will cost twenty nine ninety nine. Now, I know what a big fan you are of the first two movies in the trilogy, but Lord knows that you are the biggest fan ever of Three from Hell. You and know, that you are so glad that this is going to be coming out. When you told me about this earlier, I had asked you, that, can I get it cheaper if they take the Three from Hell disc out? <laughs> Uh, honestly, I mean, I'm sorry, man. I, I and, and I'm not even going to blame. I'm going to be the honest guy in the room. It wasn't Rob Zombie's fault. And it, it wasn't yeah. nobody's fault because originally there was a whole nother different story and then said, Hey, got sick. And so they had to change the yeah. story when they were basing a lot around, uh, the Otis or, or, or the Sid's character. Um, it's just, it's right. sad. I mean, I'm not, I don't want to go back into that whole sadness, but at least they put the movie out. It, it brought, right. At the same time, I, I, I felt like, uh, man, this is not the film. I don't I know this is not the film Rob wanted to make. I know this is not the film that the fans wanted overall. But you have to understand where they were coming from. So, right. In the long run of things, and yes, I, I don't like it. it but as bad as everybody else. I mean, I don't think it's horrible. I don't think it's as bad as you think Halloween 2018 is, which I don't think it's that bad. Although, you've also watched tw- Halloween 2018 way more than I have. I so, mean, uh, little known fact, I actually watched it again this week. Ah, yeah, I'm not surprised. Uh, it's it's yeah. it's not. It, it, it's put it this rubbish. way: Three from Hell is about on the same par as Freddy's Dead. No. Yeah. Wow. So 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 not horrible. It's watchable. It's not as funny as Freddy's Dead. Freddy's Dead is a great comedy. But yeah, uh, that's true. but it's it, but it's not like unwatchable. It's just not the greatest in the series. Yeah, I just I didn't think it was as bad as everybody made it out to be. I. You know, I didn't think that it was great. I thought the other two movies. The were professor much, much hates it. The professor yeah. hates it. Yeah, I should say he's I love it just because he. Right now. He'd be Pete Red. I was gonna say I, I should say I wish he was. I wish uh, he was here because I might have said I loved it just because I wanted the reaction. <laughs> you would have gotten one. You would have gotten one. Yeah, he tried to lay me on fire though. That's true. But just like That's Michael true. Myers, it wouldn't work. And this is the guy that liked The Lighthouse. Loved The Lighthouse. Thinks it's one of the greatest movies of all time. I couldn't even finish it. I thought it was so bad. Well, he's I mean, a professor. Was... He likes artsy stuff. Yeah, he's he's an artsy kind of guy. He's, he's an artiste. So... Let him be. I just, for the life of me, can't figure out what he actually liked about that movie. I don't know. Other than it, it looked good. It was filmed really cool, being in black and white. And the cinematography on it was excellent. I will give it that. But... I don't know. That's that's where it stopped for me. I don't know. No, let's just keep Not pushing. Good. Not you know good. what? Let's just keep pushing ahead in the news. What else you got out there? So we got a couple more things here. Uh, the next thing is, and I know you saw. I think you saw this. Maybe you didn't. Um, but there's a new Black Christmas sequel uh, fan film coming. That's going to be called "It's Me, Billy." Uh, it's currently being crowdfunded on Indiegogo, and uh, it's an unofficial sequel to the original 1974 film. And I thought that the teaser trailer for it was really cool. Yes, I did see the teaser trailer for it. I think this is a really good idea. Uh, I cannot wait to uh, see this piece of work. I, I mean, I've been, uh, you know what? The one nice thing about lately is I've given a lot of fan films a lot of tries. And so far, they've knocked it out of the park. Now, I watch a fan film a little differently than I watch a professional film. I understand that, you know, they're not going to have necessarily the best looking, you know, uh, graphics or the nicest, you know, makeup effects or computer effects or whatever. But you know what? Damn it! If the story's good, I'm in. And I've seen a lot of right. them that are stripped down. And the story's amazing. 
We've had some really good ones. We've had some subpar ones, but we've had some really good ones. This one has a great idea and concept to it, so I can't wait to see it because I really think this is going to be really good. Yeah, I have a feeling it will be too. You know, again, the, the quality of the filming, you know, the quality of the way it looks can be kind of rough sometimes with these. It looks like somebody just picks up like a, a camcorder and films it or does it with their cell phone, which is probably what most of them are doing nowadays. Um, you know, the fact that they're crowdfunding this one and, and whatnot, I think it's going to give them a bit of a budget. And, uh, you know, this may end up being the sequel that we should have gotten that we never did get. You know, we've gotten two remakes, if you can call it that. You know, one was definitely a remake. The other one, you know, is the the one we don't even want to talk about. Oh, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, I, I kind of have a feeling this could end up being the the, the sequel that we never got because it's, it's definitely going to be a direct sequel. Um, my understanding was that if I remember this right, it's been about a week since I, or a couple days anyway, since I saw the trailer, but, uh, it's basically about a, a girl that's in college or around that age. And she goes to be with her mother or grandmother or somebody in a, in a mansion. And, uh, there's a backstory there. I, so my guess is that it's going to be the Jess character, which was Olivia Hussey's character in the original is playing the, the grandmother, uh, or mother or whoever that she's going to stay with. And the mansion that she's going to be living in is going to supposedly be the same house and that uh, the killer is going to be there. I don't want to call him Billy, but Billy is going to be there. Hmm. So that that's going to be my, my guess with it. I can see it. I can see it. There's that, but you know what? I'm, I, I'm good with it. I, I like a continuation of a story, especially if it's really good. Also, I'm a, I'm a big fan uh, of, uh, of everything going on. I mean, I, I like it. Like I said, and there's a lot of good fan films out there. We've talked about a lot of them on here. We always like a shout out. If you guys want to show them out there, always uh, send, send any ones that you've seen to us. We always are interested in watching them, whether they're a fan film for uh, a current franchise or whether they're a film for, you know, an original idea. We're all in, you know what I mean? Cause I like to watch some Absolutely. cool stuff and I've seen some ones that are pretty campy, but I really enjoyed them. Those, uh, those ones right. that were labeled like Freddy versus Michael versus Jason versus Pinhead versus Chucky versus, remember those ones? I found yeah. those ones super entertaining. They were, they were campy as shit, but I found them super entertaining. You can find those on YouTube. They're real good. And we talked about them on the show. Go back in the archive. You can really hear it. Stabbing. I mean, I even, I even, you know, there was, you know, there's parts of Ven- uh, the, the Friday the 13th vengeance movie that I I, I didn't like, but there's a lot of parts that I did, including I remember I did say that it ended up getting, as a fan film, it got one of the best kills of all time in a Friday the 13th movie, in my opinion. Uh, you yeah. know, it, it made my top 10 off of a fan film, so that should tell you something. But I also like the continuity on that, because it was a direct continuity to the sixth movie. And right down to the right. fact that they had Jason in the same garb that he was wearing in the sixth movie which they didn't do right. in the real part seven. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I thought that that was a really cool add on. I mean, I, I, some of the, some of the story, I, I saw where they were going with it and with the Elias character, you know, and it didn't pan out the way I would like it to. And, you know, if they made right. another movie, maybe it would explain more, but at the same point in juncture, I think that it was really good about continuity and there were some really fun kills in that movie. So, I mean, you can take it every way. And then there was the other one. What was the one that we really liked? Where originally there was no Jason, and then he comes out of nowhere. Remember, oh, it was the one where I can't the remember the name of that. Remember, one. they were killing off everybody, and then the last yeah. girl is, and they kill, and they're like, "Oh, you know," and they're they're all like they were they're basically part of some cult or whatever. And then all of a sudden, I they're I like that one more than Vengeance. Yeah, that was really fun. I can't remember the name it was. Of course, we love Never Hike Alone. 
Yeah, you can't say enough good about Never Hike Alone. No, it's still supposed to be coming pretty soon. Yes, hopefully. I still want to. I, I I love love that series of movies, and I can't wait to see all of them as they come out. But man, Never Hike Alone is a great one. Check that out. That is a fantastic fan film. Yeah, yeah. If anybody still hasn't watched that, you're missing out. So, so yeah, give it a shot. And it's me, Billy, coming sometime soon uh, from you know from the minds that uh, make. Uh, fan films i guess yeah, <laughs> I there you go it's making it but uh you almost said yeah, a blumhouse yeah, i think it's gonna be pretty cool i, I heard you yeah, have a, you have a exactly. big blumhouse story don't you no you don't have a big blumhouse story there, there could have been a certain movie Not really there could be a certain movie that they may have gotten a director for possibly oh even an yeah actor? we passed by i'm sorry yeah brother yeah, i knew you missed it before. earlier so i'm like i'm like i'm like i, yeah, I, I know you, i know you have only one more I'm... article and i'm like wait a minute we didn't talk about a, an actual big thing yeah. i'm glad you i'm glad you and saved it news. i'm glad you saved it because this is a really uh, cool section so you didn't get all the like small ones at the end but dude jump into it <laughs> yeah this was actually second on my list and i went into all the the new releases yeah. and i was like oh boy i wish i had even more news here but I, you're right, I love I it i gotta i gotta one. i definitely because we're not in the same room i can't just like point at things if he misses them so i, right. I you're definitely gonna not hear me edit that out because I, I think that's a lot of fun i'm like don't we and you're like no <laughs> hey, i deserve it no I you didn't no i know and i'm like i'm like big director you know they they're 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 Big time act. Oh yeah, we forget. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good so, moment. So it was a good moment. I had a senior moment, as you know. I'm getting older. Uh, I have a birthday coming up. I'm going to be another year older pretty soon. I'm I'm turning 78 this year. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, yeah. Well, uh, so you're right. Blumhouse. Uh, now, originally, uh, about a month ago, our we had uh, discussed that there was going to be a new Wolfman movie, and that Ryan Gosling is attached to star in the movie. But at the time, there wasn't really a whole lot of information. It wasn't really confirmed at the time. It it was kind of like a rumor that this is a possibility that's in the works, but nothing was technically confirmed at the time. It was in the works, but they were trying to piece it together. Right, right. Well, now we know, and we we kind of assumed that this was going to happen after The Invisible Man and everything, but but Blumhouse is officially producing this thing. That's right. And Ryan Gosling is is officially starring. And uh, he's still attached to it. He's not officially the, I think the he, lead actor. I think he will be. I, I think he will be. He, I think he will be, too. I think he will be, too, because he's the one that was kind of pushing for it. So, uh, so you know, and that's not the only big news, though. Like I said, there's two pieces of big news here, and that's that Lee Wan-El is actually in negotiations, negotiations to direct this there movie. it is. Look at that, man. Not only a so, big-time uh, dark universe uh, property, but a big-time Hollywood star and a big-time director in horror. All attached yeah. to one movie. So uh, that uh, once again, Blumhouse Killer with Invisible Man. All the stars are lining up that it looks like the Wolfman will be a will be another huge success, taking over those Universal properties as as Blumhouse offered and has done a great job with Invisible Man. And it looks like on paper this is going to be another home run. I mean, it's got to be right. You know, you got a you got a Universal monster movie. They've been trying to get these things off the ground and have a new you know, rebirth of these things. You got the invisible man, which was excellent. Why not put Lee Wanell behind it? Why not, why not have Blumhouse be the ones behind it? Yeah. You know, why not have Ryan did, Gosling, man? I like the fact that they're yeah. having Gosling and I have the fact that he's stoked about it. Like, so that's why I say, I, I'm pretty sure that's still going to stay a done deal because he's stoked about it. And I think it's, it works out great that he's the star because a good looking guy playing the wolf is going to be cool. Yeah, he's pretty dreamy. Oh yeah, he's but pretty I'm, dreamy. But think about it. I think that's going to be a really cool take that the good-looking guy is going to be the Wolfman. 
So how the situations right. are going to play out, how the things are going to work, it's going to be a little different. But I think it goes. I think that they've done a great job with Invisible Man. Of course, Blumhouse does a great job with a lot of movies. And this movie yep. could end up being the wolf man that scares the shit out of people. <laughs> like, it could honestly, very well be. Because, I mean, Invisible Man was really, really, it was a scary movie. I mean, that movie yeah. has you on the edge of your seat. It's very stalker-esque. It's very, it's very, you know, it's vile and brutal in its nature. You know, just like, just it's just creepy. Suspense, like, it's a like very, yeah, say. yeah. Could you imagine, though, taking those same qualities, putting them in a Wolfman movie, but then you add kind of a slasher element as well because the Wolfman is going to tear some people up. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, Absolutely. I feel like this is going to be, this could be a home run. Uh, huge for not only Blumhouse, but for Universal and Universal Monster movies. And that, that means we'll get to see some more coming out of Blumhouse. I really feel like uh, with everything in place, you have a great director who you know is going to take it to that atmosphere. He's going to make sure that that's all on point. He's going to make sure that everything contemporary is going to work out. He's going to make sure that the horror is there. And then you have a great actor, you know, right now potentially and looking like he's pushing for it, starring in that movie. So, I mean... right. It's going to be a really, I think this one's going to be the one to watch for. And it, I, I don't anticipate seeing it until like 2022, but I, you never know. They can, they can fast track it if, if everything goes their way. But I think 2022 is, I think 2022 is when we'll see this, but I think this could be the big blockbuster horror movie and possibly one of the first horror movies. that's a blockbuster movie overall. He's got that kind of star power. And not only does he have that kind of star yeah. power, it is an old story. So it depends on how brutal it gets, if you will. And Blumhouse isn't going right. to shy away from anything. Let's be honest. No, they're not. And it was uh, uh, Deadline was actually the ones that broke this this story. And uh, they also noted on here that not only is one L uh, attached to a direct or is in negotiations to direct, but he's also going to be writing the treatment for the film based on an original idea of his own and inspired by the 1941 classic. That's I awesome. trust in Lee Wanell. Oh, so Lee Wanell is good. So don't I. So this you is know? this is all good news. This is going to be a big, huge thing. I, I this is a big bucket of win and a lot of grim news. This is this is going to be amazing. Whenever this happens, this is going to be amazing. I could see it being fast tracked for next year, even if if they get the ball really rolling. But I I still don't think we'll see it till twenty twenty two. But I think it'll be a huge movie when it comes out. Huge. Yeah. It's in good hands. Lee Wanell, you know, again, the Invisible Man. He's the one that wrote Saw, the original Saw. Oh, yeah. You know, this, this is a guy that knows what he's doing. He's gotten better since he started. So, I don't know. This is this is big news. This is big news, and I can't believe I almost forgot to tell the story. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy I <laughs> kind of chimed in. My notes. Listen, I'm happy I chimed yeah. in because we would have gone to the this last. I don't like to skip the order in which I have things. Because we would have gone. I, I, we would have gone to the last that. piece of business here. And I, I mean, I'm excited for the last piece of business. This is a shocker, but it's not that level of big news. <laughs> right. Well, there's actually two things. Oh, there's I two. two. I forgot. I forgot for one. So I forgot one. So we're even. Yeah. The first one was uh, we saw a trailer for a movie that's going to be coming out uh, in, I'm getting guess, limited theaters in Canada, uh, but it's also going to be uh, on Shutter. And uh, it's a new slasher film that's uh, written by Jay Burrishell, which anybody that's seen any of the comedy movies that have like like you know he's boys with seth rogan he's 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 boys with seth rogan and uh yeah uh, what's his name um why am i drawing a break uh uh, like uh, the guys all in those movies. I, I'm drawing. I'm, yeah. I can't believe I'm drawing a blank right Jonah now. Hill. Jonah he's Hill. Jonah Hill. Everybody. He was in. He was in Knocked Up. He was um, in. Uh, he's been in Pineapple Express. He was in. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, this is the end. 
So he's, he's, he's out of my he, league. Was the was the one that he starred in? Yeah, he's he, like the lead character. He's, he's been guy, in, dark hair. Yeah, the trailer looks amazing. the The trailer is one of the most amazing things that I've seen in a while. By the way, it's actually called Random Acts of Violence. Is the name of the movie. It's based on uh, the basically Jay Burchell's uh, character is the author of a comic book called Slasher Man, and. And uh, basically what happens is there's a, it looks like in the thing, there's like some kind of sycophant who is uh, trying to uh, make the reality of Slasher Man come to life and torture him. Uh, It also has Jordana Brewster in it, for those uh, fans of the Fast and the Furious movies, and uh, of of also sexy women. She's probably got a poster on Mike's wall. I wish. I probably should get one for it in a frame and put it up in my living room. And but, I was, uh, yeah, I, I kind of read the article quickly when I I watched the uh, the trailer for it and didn't really pay attention to the article. By the way, yeah, you're right. It's called Random Acts of Violence. Ward- Jay Burchell didn't write it. Uh, he produced, directed, and stars in it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, but he was the writer of the comic book I was talking about in the movie. The character he plays is the writer of this comic book. Because it's yeah. based on a comic book called Slasher Man. This is what the movie synopsis is. And then there's right, some right. kind of sicko fan out there that's uh, making come reality. I uh, just want to let everybody know if you go to the bloody disgusting article, uh, the picture that they show for the thumbnail, pretty disturbing. <laughs> yeah. 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 I almost didn't watch the trailer for it because that was pretty disturbing. I was like, ah, this is going to be total crap. You know, this isn't going to be something I'm going to want to watch. And then I, I kind of realized that Jay Burchell was in it and I like him. And then I watched the trailer and I was like, wow. All right, so last story of the day, uh, or the week, I should say, is uh, we, you know, last time we did a show, we, we were off last week. Uh, schedules just didn't align where we couldn't do it. But uh, two weeks ago, you know, we had some big blockbuster uh, box office news. Uh, a little film that at the time, you know, nobody had ever heard of called Jurassic Park was number one again. And then another movie with some guy named Steven Spielberg uh, also directed, you know, this one as well. It's called Jaws. It's about a shark. They were number one and two at the box office two weeks ago. Well, we got another uh, little tiny movie that, that, that took over the number one spot at the box office this past week. Um, you know, I, I root for these kids. I hope that they have a good career, just like I hope that that Steven Spielberg guy has a good career. But uh, it's a little movie called Ghostbusters. Uh, it was number one at the box office this past weekend. Awesome. Good Great, luck good to those job guys, that. those gentlemen. Of course, they're, those kids, uh, I hope they have a career. Of course, the new movie was supposed to come out this week as well. Yeah. But yeah, instead, the instead we got one the original. The box Plus, we, that's yeah. what we got. So I'm I'm good with that, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it said it made an additional $550,000 just this past weekend alone. Um, so, so, yeah. Yeah, Ghostbusters back at number one for the first time in, in almost 40 years. There you go. I got, I got you. I I, I'm, I'm, I was I would have been excited to see it, but I did not get a chance to go watch that movie. So, sorry. Yeah. I'd love to see that in a theater, in a, like a drive-in drive, uh, drive theater or a regular theater. I'd love to see the original Ghostbusters. It's like like the uh, Back to the Future trilogy. I'd love to see those, you know, on a, on a big screen. And I know they do that from time to time, but um, a few years back they did that right here in Binghamton. But Ghostbusters is one I would definitely love to see on a big screen. But uh, right now it's number one. It is number one. There you go. Way to, be num- way to come back and make a return to number one. Well, with that being said, we returned We returned this week. Uh, it's, a, it's a little short of an episode. We just did the news, uh, you know, because things were going on and uh, lining up schedules just was a hard thing. But if you want to talk about anything we talked about here or anything at all, you can always hit us up on the social medias. We're on Facebook, HorrorZone607. Like and share that page. We're on Twitter and Instagram, at HorrorZone607. For all the social medias, use that hashtag, HZ607. 
Also, uh, you can find all of our archives and a whole bunch of more information about what we do here at 8122 Productions at 8122productions.com. Go ahead and visit that up. Uh, had a lot of fun there as well. Uh, also, we'll be doing, we've been doing some live streaming lately as a group. Uh, we did some live streaming for the UFC, although Mother Nature kind of put the kibosh on that. We were having a lot of fun up until that point. But, uh, you know, we, we are on Twitch, so go ahead and follow us on Twitch because we'll be doing content for the horror show on there as well. It's twitch.tv slash 607podcast. And last but certainly not least, if you would like to sponsor this show monetarily, you can do that on our Patreon, patreon.com slash 8122productions. And uh, for as little as $1 a month, you get a ton of extra bonus content each and every month. Uh, that comes to you right in the first uh, first level. So there's only two levels, a $1 and a $3 tier. $3 gets you a little comfier seat at the gate, but everything gets you the bonus stuff. And uh, we will be working on some more bonus stuff, especially as things get back to the new normal, if you will. Uh, we'll be working on a lot more there. So if you guys want to support the show monetarily you can always do that at patreon.com slash 8122 productions but of course you can always get the show each and every week for free well most weeks i obviously last week we had a little conflict of schedules but for the most part we're, we're here weekly for you and we love to bring you the entertainment as long as we're allowed so mike take the people home all right well that is the show for this week uh we hope you guys enjoyed all the news lots of stuff that we talked about you know, definitely uh, reach out to us on, on Facebook or on Twitter and let us know what you think of these stories. Uh, you know, it's, it's a lot to take in. It's a lot to take in. We want to know what you guys think of Halloween. You know, I, I, I'm interested to actually see what you guys think of it getting pushed back and how you think it's going to do. So so reach out to us. Let us know. But, uh, but yeah, next week uh, I've been assured. That I'm going to take this with a, with, with a grain of salt at this point because he's, he's missing right now. Uh, I, I don't know where he is. He drifted away. He got a new place. Uh, I don't know where he is. Or I, I've been assured that the professor will be back in the studio next week. I've been promised this. So we're hoping that he will be. Got a lot of fun things to do once he does get back. So fingers crossed, hopefully he will be in the studio with Rich next week. And uh, find out where I am next week. You know, every week for the last couple of months, I've been all over the world. Find out where I'm going to be. You're going to want to tune in. Something tells me I'm going to be popping up in a big place this next week. Because so you know, you know, you know what we really play on this show is where in the world is Mike C? It worked better if I said your full <laughs> name, but I never say it on the show. So, <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, and it was a beautiful rendition of the uh, or remake, I should say, of the Carmen San Diego theme. That's so I right. appreciate that. That should be that's our right. new theme for the this, this our show. That should be. Maybe we can get you to record that. Maybe I will. Yeah. Maybe I will. <laughs> I'll have to talk to the professor and see if he can cook something up for us since he does our music. There you go. So, uh, yeah. So, but that is the show for this week. We want to thank you guys all for tuning in each and every week and uh, come back with us next week and see what we have to offer you guys. Until then, this is Mike C. saying, see ya. See ya.